Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Chris Tuff. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting. Unleash your story. In this segment, we inspire our audience to live to their fullest potential. And you're going to talk about your latest book, Save Your Ask, Evolve Your Network Currencies, Grow Your Influence, and Triple Your Business. Couldn't be more awesome. And we chatted just slightly before we pressed the go button of, you know, some people have a misunderstanding of what building those true connections are really all about. But before we go there, just share a little bit with our audience about your backstory. Sure. Yeah. I mean, um, and I'm, uh, thank you so much for having me. Obviously, uh, it's a, it's a privilege to be here, but you know, my, my backstory is I put it in the context of the book and my first currency was really built around digital and social media. So I spent the first 15 years of my career building around Facebook, you know, from 2003, you know, through six, you know, um, and then, you know, kind of, that was my currency. That's what people sought me out, what I spoke about. And then it wasn't until, you know, I felt a little bit unfulfilled. My passions evolved. And uh, what I found as I introduced myself around the fire at an executive retreat with a bunch of like, who's who was I introduced myself as the millennial whisperer because I had taken the concerted effort to put my 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 time and energy into my team at my agency where I'm a partner, where they're largely millennials and Gen Zers. And uh, it was kind of from there that that book took off. And, you know, when the pandemic hit, I asked myself, all right, what's the book that I was really meant to write? Like, what's the one thing that people go to me for advice around? And I remembered about four years prior, a lecture, a guest lecture I did for the senior class at Vanderbilt where I went to school. And it was the highest rated guest lecture of the year. And that was how to network like a mofo. 
And meanwhile, I was getting, just like you, getting inundated with so many people going in for the ask way too early. We call those people assholes. And so I'm like, all right, so here I have this, I don't know how long this pandemic's going to last. I'm going to go interview the who's who, um, the best networkers in the world and see what I can put together. And, you know, the product, as you know, you now know, uh, published two weeks ago. Congratulations. I, I know how hard it is having one book out, but let alone more than one book, two books is amazing. Now, I saw the Millennial Whisper. I thought, well, that's an interesting title or name. Um, but now I see that. Now, um, you worked um, a lot of your crew were millennials. Was there something different to working with millennials than other groups of people that you found? No, the biggest thing is, I mean, my whole platform is built around genuine connection. And so the millennial whisperer was the millennials aren't the problem or Gen Zers aren't the problem. Mm -hmm. They just expose all the problems. And you look at what the pandemic did. It just catalyzed all those things from work flexibility all the way through to the main three things that they're looking for from leaders, which is inspirational leadership, autonomy and transparency. And at the end of the day, the one thing I've gone up against the most is the mentality of, well, I had to do it this way. Why don't they? And what the pandemic did, and now what we're seeing with the great quit, is that the biggest thing that we can start adapting around is one, work flexibility, and then two, leading with genuine connection. And you know, it's not all that different from the new book where I'm talking about connection outward, right? And the one common theme and what I found in doing all this generational work is that the younger you get in the millennial set and Gen Zers, the more of an expectation that your passions will be itched in your profession. The older you get in the boomer and Xer realm, there's an expectation that they don't, they, you know, you go to work to work, you like passions. And that's been one of the biggest surprises since publishing is as I talk to these very big C-level execs, they're like, Hey, Chris, I, I'm not, I'm not passionate about what I do. Can you help me find my passion? And it's alarming to me and the opportunity there. Yeah. And there is an opportunity and it's interesting, even a lot. And that's who came on the initial savvy business. We started this 10 years ago, this show business show. And a lot of the first business owners that came on were people that started it as a second career. They're like a kid went to school, had a divorce, got sick with cancer, whatever it is. I got to start my life over. And they're like, I'm not happy where I'm at. How do I change this? And they started to put out there. What are my talents, my gifts? How do I explore them, put that into the world and serve the world? Yes. Yes. And I, I think, you know, there's not near enough work in that. I mean, one of the, especially, you know, I did a speech the other night to a bunch of these, um, um, you know, executives and, you know, the bit, the question that came to me the most was like, how do I find my passion? And my favorite exercise in that is my, what I call your Google me exercise. So if you're a search engine, what is it that people are going to you for advice around in which you have an authority and passion? You know, for some people it might be the coolest golf courses for me, it's where to go kiteboarding, how to be the father of young girls, you know, uh, what some of the most uh, exotic spots in the Caribbean. And, you know, it's all of these things that actually make up those different passions. Then you have the hard time of, all right, of those things, what are some of those pieces that I can either bring into my business or use as a way to create more genuine connection with other audiences? And that exercise, I truly believe everyone should go through the process of writing a book. And so it's like, if you were to write a book on any one of these, what's the one book you feel like you were meant to write? And that'll take you through this exercise of, 
kind of bringing in some more of these passions into at least your understanding of what drives you. I love this, Chris, because interestingly, I got started. I left to do my own thing and it was being a financial consultant and I didn't super love it. My, my mentor was like, well, what do you love? I'm like, I don't know anymore. This is 11 years ago. I fell into this, what we're doing here right now by accident, purely by accident. But it started with her saying, just journal, just write. And so I like that you're saying to people, just getting that book out there, or maybe in your case, you don't want to put the book out there, but the journaling, the writing it down, saying, where might my gifts lie that I've just lost touch with? Totally. Well, now, so I was speaking at a dentist event three weeks ago in Deer Valley, uh, Utah. Beautiful, right? And there's one young dentist there, and he was the one guy that could keep up with me because I grew up ski racing, and his name's Bonner. He's 28 years old. And as we were going up this ski lift, I kept pushing on Bonner, like, what is it that you really want? What is your vision? And he kept coming back to me with a number. He was like, I want $5 million. Mm -hmm. And finally, we got to the point, he goes, okay, fine, Chris, I'll tell you what I want. What I really want to do is I want to do keynotes like you do. Not only that, but I want to be a high school football coach. And Bonner lives in Texas, right? So I then turned to him. I said, boom, there it is. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to get three birds with one stone. So I'm going to help you write the keynote on how dentistry is exactly like high school football, offense, defense, the importance of the huddle. We're going to bring football into your practice. You live in Texas. That's marketable. You're going to put blackout under your eyes as you're doing your team huddle. You're going to do an MVP engravable trophy to give away. And Bonner was like, oh my gosh, I never thought of it that way. And I was like, and also remember Bonner that your job over the next five years isn't to get a $5 million practice. It's to get the freedom that will give you the ability to be that high school football coach. And that is the difference between a vision and some sort of monetary goal that everyone thinks they're driving towards, but it's the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. And there are ways that we can bring these passions into our day to day that will actually make us more successful in our ability to connect with others. Yeah. And th that's so true. Like one of the things I'm really good at is connecting with people and helping them get their message out and being a good communicator. You can do that in a varying different ways. I mean, you could work at a fashion company and help them connect and negotiate big deals. You're, you're making those connections. So sometimes I think people get stuck in, oh, it's got to look like I got to be a basketball, football player, or I've got to be a DJ, instead of realizing that you can put forth your talents in a myriad of different ways. 100%. And you use those to create more connections as you go out and network and sell. And if it's golf that you're passionate about, take more clients golfing, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's ways that we can get creative without quitting our day job to pursue these. And you know, another good example is a, a friend of mine, he's a partner at a big law firm and he's mm -hmm. not very happy at this law firm. He's a lawyer, right? And so, mm -hmm. I mean, that's one of my favorite examples because I could, like, it's the opposite of what I was born to do. But mm -hmm. he turned to me and he was like, you know, what I'm really passionate about, Chris, is actually like health and wellness. And I look at the impact that brands like Nike and Peloton have had on me and I want more of that. I said, boom, there it is. Here's what we're going to do. You are going to say that exact same thing when I introduce you to my friends at Peloton and Nike, and you're going to then tell them how it changed your life and then tell them that you're an employment lawyer. And guess what? They're going to talk to you. And then when you're working with them in six months, you've now gotten into this place that you're passionate about. And once again, what I'm trying to bring with this new book is a way to look at life a little bit differently and, and blur some of these lines between what, what has really 
been catalyzed with the mm -hmm. pandemic. Wow. And you know, I got so much from what you were saying there because I'm thinking people come into say a networking event and they think they have to show up a certain way. Yeah. What am I going to put on the table? I got to tell you my best stuff I've done. I'm from this company and I've sold this much and all this stuff. Instead of saying, let's just have an honest dialogue, you know, yes. and sometimes what do you do for a living is not just the best place to start like him. All right. I, your product have changed my life. And here's how is a real good starter. Exactly. And there's an amazing, I reference it in Save Your Asks, but there's an amazing Hulu documentary called In and of Itself. And it's that. this guy, Derek Delgadio. And what he does is, I mean, I don't want to, uh, I'm not going to explain it too much, but yeah. he, his, his, his um, performance magic kind of Broadway show that's manifested into this documentary mm -hmm. is a commentary on the fact that we are more than just the podcast host, right? Or more than just the teacher. We are many, many things that comprise us as an individual. And it's that which is most important. And within our society, we define ourselves by our quote unquote job. And we're much more than that. And so I encourage everyone to check that out. You know, the other piece that I love to talk to different audiences about is that all of us live somewhere on what I call the ask continuum. And, and for some of us, asks come really easy. For me to email you and say, hey, get me on your show, blah, blah, blah. I, I tend to, you know, I do it all day, every day, and it's been successful for me. But I'm actually an asshole, right? Like I'm actually on that other side of the spectrum where I might go in for too many asks to too many people too early. And the truth is, is we, we have one ask in any relationship. Do you really want to waste it on... You know, in my case, asking someone to buy my book or give me a review on Amazon. No, I'm going to save that ask. And the other side of that same spectrum is like me, I'm a people pleaser. I just want everyone to like me, which makes me a successful salesperson, but I will oftentimes let the ask pass me by. And one of my favorite tactics to bring more life to actually not letting that ask pass you by is what I call masking your asking your dream. And if you can say, for example, and as I interviewed the who's who for this book, I would end all of my interviews in the same way. And, you know, these billionaires and super famous people, I'd say, all right, I'm going to practice one of my favorite tactics. And that's masking your asking my dream. And so what I am trying to do, it is my dream to create the handbook that whether you just graduated from college or you're going through some sort of midlife crisis or you're a sales guy that just wants to bring more fun back into it, I wanna help you become a better networker and seller, but also I wanna make it a lot more fulfilling along the way. Who do I have to talk to? Mm. And it's in that they light up and they're like, Chris, well, this is your dream, of course. I'm going to help you. You need to talk to blank, 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 and blank. And, and it just, you know, for, for whatever reason, you know, the way that we are brought up to do sales and networking is the opposite of that, right? It's, it's, it's yeah. where we actually go through and we get that list and we connect on LinkedIn and we're actually wasting our asks along mm. the way without creating genuine connection. Boom. Well, you know, what's so interesting. One of the best jobs I got right out of high school is um, a job working with children with autism. And it was because I was talking to a psychiatrist friend and she said, oh, I have this patient. And she told me about autism and I was intrigued. I said, I'd like to learn more about this. I was thinking of going into psychology. Anyway, uh, she had me come to an event where she introduced me to a bunch of psychologists. And at the event, I said, you know, I'm really intrigued by this, this thing called autism and I'd like to really help out and 
maybe help some kids with autism and just also learn at the same time. Um, maybe be a psychiatrist someday. Well, someone at that party said, I got gotcha. you. We're looking for someone in this organization. By Monday, I had an interview. By the afternoon, I was hired. Exactly, right? I, it's that same thing. I'm not coming there, hey, get me a job, people. I'm like, I have this total curiosity, but I also want to help. And they're like, boom, we know where you can go. And, and it's coming at it from that. And I think the, the deal, Chris, is you're coming at it in, in that perspective from a, a the perspective of servitude, like sure. I'm giving to the world, not like, hey, what can I take from people? Yeah. And I think so. Unfortunately, that's the way people have been trained is what can I take from you? Right. What can I get? And, you know, the truth is it's not scorekeeping, just like in any good relationship. It's not it's we have seasons of when we're going to go in for more asks. Right. And and that's OK. Right. The key is, is that when what I'm trying to elicit is this movement towards more genuine connection. And one of my favorite quotes in, in Savior Asks is curiosity is the difference between connecting and networking. Because it's actually, you know, one of the tactics I talk about is this race to the middle. So how fast can you find that common passion point between you and that other person? And when you're curious, when you're genuinely curious, when you're asking those questions, you're going to uncover it naturally. And that's where the magic happens, right? That's where you take down the guard. And one of my favorite byproducts of all of this work is more authenticity. Mm -hmm. And I think people are craving that, yeah. but they don't know how to do it. Yeah, they, they don't. And you said two things very important. One, that they are able to go out there and just share and be not be scared to share their dreams and what they're passionate about, but also be okay with the ask. Here's something to, that people are, if I ask, it's going to look like, you know, I'm needy. So I had that problem. Mm. But, you know, I, one of my favorite stories is I, it was a big snowstorm in Brooklyn, New York, and my car got piled. It was a smart car piled to the very top, my height, five feet. Oh my gosh, how am I going to get this thing out of here? So I saw the city um, bulldozer plowing out the school. And I said, you know what, what the heck? He doesn't know me. I'm going to ask. So I went over and I said, hey, I, I know you probably don't get these questions very often, but could you kind of help me out and I'll pay you 20 bucks? And he said, I'm not allowed to take your money. I'm a city worker, but I'll see what I can do. And he took my car out. He had done the whole block, took the school, everyone. Yeah. And then later on, a neighbor said, I saw them digging your car. What was up with that? <laughs> That's and, so funny. You know, sometimes if you don't ask, you won't know. But hey, you get turned down, you get turned down. Well, and, you know, and it's, it's, it's be a giver, right? Like, and we all have strengths. We all have these things that, you know, I call it your currency. And, mm -hmm. and there's so much good that you can do out there. And, and I don't feel like people, you know, I get questions of, so Chris, I, I get, I'm really good at a race to the middle. I'll find that common passion point. Mm -hmm. I'm at that like round table at those networking events. We're having mm -hmm. dinner, we're eating the rubber chicken. And then I don't know how to take it to the next level. And mm -hmm. I said, it comes down to one question. And that question, and if it seems cheesy, you can reword it. But what I do is I will sit across from that person and I'll get to a place where, and I ask them, what is your dream? What is your dream? Mm. Right. And oftentimes it's not what they do for a living. They'll say, okay, Chris, you know what? What my real dream is this. And a lot of times, whatever that dream is, it, it just so happens to be applicable to writing a book. So I'll say, listen, you've got to write that book and I will send you my nonfiction book planner to get you started right now at the table and I can help you through it, blah, blah, blah. And it creates this environment of not only do they feel vulnerable enough to open up with something that is, you know, somewhat intimate to them, but also you create this reciprocity in delivering on their own dream. 
And so, you know, that's another one of my favorite tactics. It is. And you know what? And gives them permission to say it's possible. Yes. Because I think people are like, well, who wants to read my book? Yes, someone does want to read your book, but yes. they can't because it's in here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I don't want us to leave. I want everyone to get your copy of your book today and find out more about you. Well, I see your uh, website down there, but give it to everyone who's listening in. How can they find out more about you? Yeah, the best way to connect with me is actually on Instagram, um, which may come as no surprise to some of you. But uh, my Instagram handle is at tough, T-U-F-F-2-2. If you message me, you have questions, uh, I respond to everything there. And then if you want to check out more, go to www.christuff.me. And uh, you can connect with me on LinkedIn or anywhere else. And, um, you know, once again, my intention with this book is to change 1 million lives with it. And I'm not trying to become famous or make a bunch of money. Anyone that's written a book knows that's the, that's the wrong way to do it. And so, um, you know, just being here today, it's a privilege because I feel like we are impacting that, that uh, a handful of lives out there, which is, yeah. this, that's why I was born and put yeah. on this earth. And that's why we're all here. So go out there, everyone. Discover your dream. If you don't know what it is yet, uh, take some of Chris's advice. Start in, you know, exploring that inside of yourself. I just have to thank you again, Chris, for coming to Savvy Broadcast. Unleash your story today. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. You betcha. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.